Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Welcome back once again, Bread and Circus is a podcast. I am Rooster, here with Crow. Hello. How you doing, Crow? Oh. I don't know where this is going. Fan-fucking-tastic. I'm in a mood. You're in a mood? Yeah. I have been for like three days. Then I, I shall be the voice of reason. <laughs> yeah. Now we're in trouble. <laughs> I want to start off by saying, okay, I didn't do anything wrong. Nothing. Nothing I need to apologize I, I for. I didn't do nothing? I didn't do anything wrong. Okay. But for what I didn't do, I'm sorry. And if you were offended, you took it the wrong way. That's mm-hmm. not what I meant. So I didn't do anything. And by apologizing for the thing I didn't do, doesn't implicate me in any way of having done anything that people said I did. Did you take an online course, the Andrew Cuomo School I of did. Apology? Was it pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. I it was right so. on. Right on. You, hit, you hit all the marks. I didn't do shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm very embarrassed about it. You're stupid if you think I did something. I didn't. But I feel terrible about it. I'm better than you. And uh, I'm saying I feel terrible even though I don't really believe it. And fuck all y'all. I feel terrible because I'm supposed to believe all women and me too and all that. So I I can't just say that that you're liars because it's their truth. And if they feel in their truth that that happened, how am I supposed to say my truth is different than their truth? But I can't can't, uh, say my truth is any more valid than their truth. So... Uh, well, I never touched anyone with anything other than my lips and the tip of my penis. (laughs) Isn't that what he said? (laughs) I thought that's what he said. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. I, he's a piece of shit and, uh, he's getting, well, he's getting recalled. I, I, there's no way he can't, there's no way he can survive. I can't help but be start to get into the conspiracy mindset on this and think his whole um fiasco with you know having the uh assisted care facilities um all the deaths happened because of putting people in there that shouldn't have been in there and all that and that was getting more traction and then all of a sudden this happens i think uh, it seems conspiratorial to, to talk about but some higher ups in the democrat party are going uh what's worse for us well, Greg Gutfeld, had, I'm not going to, I can't remember the full example he gave because he used murder in the analogy, but um, to use an analogy along the lines of what he's saying, he's he said, this is like, well, he didn't say this. I'm just giving him, giving the analogy. This is like robbing a bank and being ticketed for parking in the handicap zone. He killed a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. With his policies. Yeah. There is no way around that. They died because of what he did. It was irresponsible and, his, his and stupid. Aide, his aide admitted as much. They tried to cover it up, and now they're saying, you kissed a woman who didn't like it, and you said some things you shouldn't have said, so you got to go sit in the corner. Yeah, it's misdirection. It, it, he it, should go to fucking jail. He he should. They should be focused on both. They can't. The problem with it seems like the media won't focus on more than one thing at a time, and then they'll only focus on it for a day or two. Whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. So 
but I I think it's possible Gavin Newsom survives the recall thing, but Cuomo's not going to make it out. Cuomo's just he's too arrogant. He's pissed off too many people. Why the fuck isn't Walls in the same kind of situation? Uh, well, I think that's Minnesota Governor Walls. I think he and Gretchen Whitmer are are seeing this and going shit. We better be careful. Well, now they're coming for Whitmer too. You've heard this, haven't you? So there was some health commissioner under Whitmer that resigned, and uh, they she paid him out for the rest of the year, so like nine months severance pay, which apparently I I guess I would expect from government, but that's not the normal case. So now the questions are: they're saying, did you pay that person off to be quiet? Hmm. And she's doing the typical politician stuff of like. Look, I've answered this question. We're not going to keep talking about this. People leave jobs for lots of reasons. She goes, you know, it's been a chaotic year and you'll see people come and go. It's all the bullshit, bullshit, yeah. bullshit that everybody is going. Um, What? You didn't really answer that. Yeah. And so I think you're going to find she did some shitty stuff. I don't think, you know, to Walls' credit, I don't think he did anything sneaky or underhanded like that. I think everything Walls has done is just flat-out incompetence. Yeah. He's a dummy. I And I'm not saying he's Forrest Gump, but Tim Walls is not one of the great thinkers of our time. No. He's a political animal, and he's kind of stupid. And I'm sorry if this is going to offend somebody. He's everything I've come to expect from someone who is a PE teacher in a junior high, along the lines of your intellect. You know, that's not to say all junior high PE teachers are stupid, but let's face it, if you're a Mensa member, you're not teaching kickball in seventh grade. You know? Yep. And yes, I know that's going to make somebody mad. Tell me I'm wrong. You know? Fuck. Anyway, so yeah, I think those guys need to start paying attention. But they're starting to come for some of these people. Uh, you know, you haven't heard of, uh, was it was it Ted, the uh, Portland mayor? Walker? Mm, that doesn't sound right it doesn't sound right either anyway he uh now he's having problems because he's the one that would that was he thought he was cool with antifa and then finally he went and tried to be and stand in solidarity with them and they're like fuck you yeah wheeler (laughs) ted wheeler yeah there we go throwing shit at him and you hadn't heard from him for a while he's been flying under the radar well now there's all these business people in portland going yeah all of this shit's got to change yeah so i i think it's funny that Trump's not in office, and now the Democrats are starting to implode. They they, they had to because the only reason they're doing what they're doing is to do the opposite of what Trump was saying or doing. You know, regard regardless of merit of what he was doing or saying. So the only reason we've been doing lockdowns and social distancing and and fear porn um, for COVID is because Trump was trying to assuage people and 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 trying to be positive and they're like well he if he's positive we can't we can't have that we got to go negative and even though he's gone they can't they can't at any point make it look like he was proven right so they got to keep digging that in digging it in and going as far as they can with it yeah until they hope that the media can you know misdirect and have a new story come up that they can make people forget and put it in the memory hole forget this that's what they're waiting for they're waiting for the next big thing to push away the memory of, of of how how they fucked up all this covid response shit but now texas and uh what is it texas and how many other states are opening completely mississippi 
Massachusetts recently allowed businesses to but, open fully. Montana, Iowa lifted statewide mass mandates. But there have been states that have been open this entire time. South so Dakota Texas, is one of them. Texas is getting North Dakota too, I think. Um, I think North Dakota had a mask mandate for a while. I think only Fargo did. Okay, could be. So because the mayors of the towns can do these. Okay. But the problem they're having in some of these towns where the governor says it's okay to not wear the mask and the mayor goes, no, you need to. It's up to the sheriff to enforce them. And they're going, mm, don't feel like it. Yeah. So so Texas Governor Greg Ab- Abbott unveiled a plan to reopen all businesses and to end the mask mandate in the state. Businesses will be able to reopen at 100% capacity starting on March 10th. Abbott said residents are responsible for keeping themselves safe and must use common sense as well as their best judgment to avoid avoid infections. The governor also highlighted the Lone Star State has seen the lowest rate of new infections in months while hospitalizations have dramatically reduced. Also, if you look at all the states that did, you know, like uh, per capita, like South Dakota that didn't shut down and even countries like Sweden, the the growth, the rise of infections and, and the rise of deaths and the, and the lowering deaths all kind of happened all at the same rate, regardless of, um, regardless of mask usage or shutdowns and all that. So it, that it doesn't matter. It had, it had a shelf life. The only thing that kind of mattered was like a little bit of a spike here and there. Yeah. They had a huge spike in the beginning yeah, and then a long decline to the point where they're you know, per capita. And you never fucking hear about flattening the curve anymore. Yeah. Because that's the fucking whole point was like, they're like, it's going to spread. We just want to not overwhelm the systems. Well, the healthcare system. Well, you didn't. And in New York, going back to Cuomo, this motherfucker, despite Trump, instead of putting uh, patients that were infected into the ship that, uh, that they said that would never, that Trump would never be able to get to show up on the shore. Uh, Rachel Maddow. Oh, it won't happen. Uh, instead of t- uh, having the cases go to that ship, or there was another hospital that they could have shipped them to, uh, federal. No, they redid um, the the Javits Center. Yeah, the they Javits had- Center. Instead of shipping in there, nope, he wasn't going to do that. He wasn't going to he wasn't going to give Trump that win. So he put him in into the extended care facilities and killed a bunch of fucking people. Listen, it's fucking murder. Listen, I take exception to you calling him a motherfucker. Uh, he only tried to fuck their mothers. <laughs> okay. No, he's, he more, asked, he's more he's more of a daughter fucker because he because he, he didn't it wasn't the thing about him that he uh, would ask these girls like hey, you like older men yeah do you like older men how old are you I kind of like my women around twenty five ish how old are you do you like ventilators <laughs> yeah well you know whose fault it is all those people died in those nursing homes fucking staff bringing it in yeah bastards. came in with the staff i mean they should have stayed home yeah staff should have just left those old people they, they, fucking rot. they should have they should have remote staffed they should they should have they should have via zoom they should have logged on zoom and changed bedpans blanche via, via zoom blanche take the wednesday pills <laughs> nope take, that, no you've got it upside down that's yeah. not an m blanche yeah. bitch and then so. they get the people on the Zoom going, I hope you die. <laughs> just, you know. Man. It's so ridiculous. He He's just a caricature. Yeah, so on the on the way over here, I was listening to the radio, Buck Sexton, and he was playing a clip of Joe Scarborough, um, a useless piece of shit. Yeah, he really is. Saying that uh, Ron DeSantis is an idiot and Christy Nome is useless and dumb. And I just want to go, Joe, and I'm... I'm serious about this. Look at me. This is my serious face. Joe Scarborough should shut up because I'm pretty sure I would bet money that Christy Nome can beat him up. (laughs) 
She fucking grew up on a ranch. Chicks in shape. Oh, have you seen her shoulders? Yeah, Joe Scarborough's an old pussy. She did She did a, the CPAC speech, which was really good. I watched the whole thing. And uh, she was wearing, first of all, she looked hot as hell. But she was wearing like this red dress, like a sleeveless red dress. And her shoulders were popping. It's like, damn, she must do some she must do some uh, uh, military presses with those shoulders. My point is, she can kick Joe Scarborough's yeah. ass. Now, and, so. and she didn't. It wasn't masculine looking either. It was just toned, I should say. So, it wasn't she wasn't built like a linebacker? So you're giving up on Gina Carano for Christy Nome now? Um, no. I like the variety of life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they say it is the spice. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Variety uh, is the spice of life. But so today um, in Florida, they had 1,700 new cases. Sounds like a lot. It is their lowest number since mid-October. Before they were all opened up. Yeah. Looks like it's kind of done. And I think... This is a big step with Texas saying this. And by the way, did you hear in Abbott's thing when he said no mask mandate? That means that it is absolutely illegal to wear a mask. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. Is you, that why people are getting on Twitter and crying? Yeah, you're not allowed you're, to wear a mask. Yeah. They've they've collected all the masks and they've burned them. Yeah. So you aren't allowed. And, and you have to go to restaurants uh, three days a week, you know, and you have to sit in groups of 10 or more. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. So they're putting your life in danger. And they didn't they demand that they take down all the plexiglass? Between, yeah. Between and you, you and the- You have to share drinks. Yeah. Spit in each other's mouths. I mean, when, just, the, when the waitresses come out, they bring your glasses out and they take them like four in, four, four in each hand and they put their fingers in the top. After they've licked their fingers. Yep. You know? Yep. yep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you heard that. The people were like uh, getting on social media and like crying about it. You're destroying, you're destroying all the hard work that we've done to stop people from dying. And now everybody's going to die. So wear a fucking mask. Yeah. Fuck you. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Yeah. If you go into a restaurant where people aren't wearing masks and you don't feel safe, don't go there. Mm-hmm. But it's the same mentality with smoking. You know, I'm not a smoker. I think smoking is a pretty disgusting habit and a waste of money, but... If it's a legal product and you got a right to do it, you should be able to smoke in a restaurant or bar, especially a bar. And if you don't like that people are in that bar smoking, then don't go. Don't go. This idea that you go, well, I go there, but then I smell like smoke and I don't like that. So no one should be allowed to smoke. That right there is your liberal mentality. Yep. That's your progressive ideology. I don't like it. Therefore, it should be banned. You're talking about uh, moving on a little bit here. You're talking about Gretchen uh, Whitmer not really answering questions. Uh, did you see this um, Rand Paul questioning uh, Dr. Rachel mm. Levine? Rachel Devine, furious, beautiful woman. What is, what is, is she really, he really a doctor? Uh, or is it like Jill Biden? Uh, it's like Jill Biden. Also, he is in charge of some pediatric children, this, that, and the other. Um, yeah, look up what this doctorate is. It's something about he's basically education of children is what his deal is. So he's not a medical doctor. I don't, don't quote me on that. Look it up. But, uh, so, oh, this fucking hideous bastard. Like, uh, like, uh, Rebecca says on the Matt and Rebecca show, 
Uh, why is it always ugly men? Well, I've said this before. Yeah. And, and she, I listened to that too. And she made the point I've made. It's like, why do these hideous men decide that they're going to become women and they, they're going to be even more hideous women? How's that going to make their life any better? How's that going to make them feel better about themselves if they go from a hideous man to a 10 times more hideous woman? Uh, pediatrician. Okay. Which is gross. I know. Stay the fuck away from the kids. I know. So, well, that, and that goes into the answer. This really, oh, this fucking piece of shit. I'm looking at the big blown up picture of this fucking Jabba. Oh, I hate this dude. Hold, hold on a second. Before, um, before we're going to, I just have a question because I want somebody to clear this up. And I have a feeling you're not going to be able to help me with this, which is a credit to you. But there's, um, you listening to uh, the Justice and Drew show that we listen to, they have the iHeartRadio ads and stuff. There's one on there for a, it says this podcast by this person, Laverne Fox. Yeah, I heard that just today. Okay. So obviously listening to it, gay man. Supposedly either but a, either a trans. Fox, yeah, Laverne Fox is the first transgender, was in Orange is the New Black, okay. that show. And so if Laverne Fox was born a man and now considers himself to be a woman. Yes, I said himself to be a woman. Uh, hate me all you want. Uh, every cell in his body says he's a man. Uh, decides that he becomes a woman so he can sleep with men, does that mean he's homosexual or heterosexual? In his mind? Yeah. In his mind, he thinks he's a woman, so he thinks he's hetero if he's sleeping with men because he considers himself a woman, right? Okay. I would imagine. I have no idea, but this confuses me. Yeah. And then people will say, why do you care? Why do you care about Because you fucking make it an issue all the time. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. So the Biden administration um, has nominated uh, Dr. Rachel Levine to be an assistant secretary of the Department of Health and Human Resources. The only fucking reason that this person has been chosen is because he's a big fucking ugly <gasps> tranny. That's hate speech. Yeah. And uh, keep, keep him away from the children. So anyways, there's a five minute kind of back and forth between Rand Paul questioning um, Levine and uh, it's pretty good. The whole thing's very good, um, but I'm just going to play part of it here. So this is where he kind of uh, Rand Paul gets right to the quick of it and how uh, Levine answers it. Here we go. Dr. Levine, do you believe that minors are capable of making such a life changing decision as changing one's sex? Well, Senator, thank you for your interest in this question. Um, transgender medicine is a very complex and nuanced field um, with robust research and uh, standards of care that have been developed. And if I am fortunate enough to be confirmed as the Assistant Secretary of Health, I would look forward to working with you and your office and coming to your office and discussing the particulars of the standards of care for transgender yeah, medicine. The specific question was about minors. Let's be a little more specific since you evaded the question. Do you support the government intervening to override the parent's consent to give a child puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and or amputation surgery of breasts and genitalia? You have said that you're willing to accelerate the protocols for street kids. I'm alarmed that poor kids with no parents who are homeless and distraught, you would just go through this and allow that to happen to a minor. I would hope that you would have compassion for Kira Bell, who's a 23-year-old girl who was confused with her identity. At 14, she read on the internet about something about transsexuals. She thought, well, maybe that's what I am. 
She ended up getting these puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones. She had her breasts amputated. But here's what ultimately she says now. And this is a very insightful from decision from someone who made a mistake but was led to believe this was a good thing by the medical community. I made a brash decision as a teenager, as a lot of teenagers do, trying to find confidence and happiness, except now the rest of my life will be negatively affected, she said, adding that the medicalized gender transitioning was a very temporary, superficial fix for a very complex identity issue. What I'm alarmed at is that you're not willing to say absolutely minors shouldn't be making decisions to amputate their breast or to amputate their genitalia. For most of our history, we believe that minors don't have full rights and the parents need to be involved. So I'm alarmed that you won't say with certainty that minors should not have the ability to make the decision to take hormones that will affect them for the rest of their life. Will you make a more firm decision on whether or not minors should be involved in these decisions? Senator, uh, transgender medicine is a very complex and nuanced field. Uh, and if confirmed to the position of Assistant Secretary of Health, I would certainly be pleased to come to your office and talk with you and your staff about the standards of care and the complexity of this field. Do these people think that they're fooling anyone? Yeah, you disgusting sack of shit. First of all, that that uh, very well practiced line with no deviation. It looked even looking at the video here, and you see uh, this fucking monster sit there and tell that or say that little fray or that little um, um response to him to Rand Paul, and then the second time he says it, it looks ex it's like almost as if they edited back the initial response because it was just can a canned response like. Like, oh, we're, you know, we're going to get questions like this. How do we respond? Well, this is what you say. Practice, practice, practice makes perfect. Well, then you, you, you say it. And then uh, when, you, when someone wants you to clarify, you say the exact same thing in the same intonation, same tone, same body language. It's like, it's like you're not fooling anybody. Right. And uh, you said monster just because you don't like her haircut, right? Not because she wants to mutilate kids. Because because he's a piece of shit that wants to fuck with kids. <laughs> yeah. And and like Rand Paul is exactly right. You don't let kids make these kind of decisions on their. Especially they're talking about uh, going above and beyond, going over the heads of parents. Well, we have PSAs now about how we have to stop kids from vaping. Yeah. You know because they don't know what's best for them. Something that has, you know, let's use the science here far less impact on their health than actually smoking cigarettes does. You know, so if you have to choose between vaping and smoking cigarettes, vaping's way better for kids. We can't let them do that. They can't drink. They can't do all this stuff. They We don't let them drive because their brains aren't mature enough at 15 to handle driving without an adult present. Yeah. But, you know, you can cut your dick off because, you know... I've said this before. Because you want to. There's there's mental disorders. This is a mental disorder. Uh, well, there's mental disorders where people believe it's called phantom limb syndrome, where they believe that their limb doesn't belong to them, and, and they want it removed. They've they've uh, they go and they go. They've tried to do it themselves and they can't do it, or they try to get somebody else to cut their finger off or cut their hand off. Uh, do you accommodate that because no. it'll because that's something that'll make them feel better? But you know the the whole point of this thing is. I don't know if they have a mental disorder or if they have like this woman, this 23 year old that Rand Paul's talking about just had temporary confusion. And I think a lot of kids, I think you can convince 
a lot of kit and by a lot, I mean, I bet up to 30% that they are something other than what they are. Not, not necessarily sex wise, but inclination. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you can take a 14 year old boy but th- there's who deg- likes hanging around with boys more because he's more yeah. comfortable and you can convince three out of 10 of them that they're gay. Well, but the thing about that, yeah, you can like the whole transgender thing without surgery and without hormone blockers. I mean, that's going to be right. It's a peer pressure thing. It's it's a reinforcement thing by media, reinforcement by um, role models and all that. That'll influence, especially girls. They said girls are particularly um, influenced by this kind of shit. But when they get to the point where they're actually talking about doing the hormone blockers and doing the, the gender reassignment surgery shit, that speaks to a deeper problem emotional problem well and i want to be clear about what i just said i'm not saying that people who wind up being gay have been convinced that way i'm saying i think you can take confused kids who haven't they haven't experienced any sexuality at all um look you're you're gay you're gay you you like what you like and at some point in your life you figure it out most people figure it out slightly after 14 or whatever. So this, this idea that you're going to, well, let me give you an example. If a 13 year old boy or girl comes out and says that they're, um, that they're trans or, uh, gay, someone's going to celebrate them as a hero. Yeah. Yeah. If you say you're heterosexual, they're just going to be like, you're part of the problem. Yeah. You know, so what are these kids who are dying for attention and stuff going to do? Some of them are gay and that's fine. You know, I don't have a problem with gay people. I don't think that people who are gay have a mental illness and have been pushed that way. What I worry about is that we take these kids like this 14 year old girl who is now 23 and is disfigured for the rest of her life because someone convinced her that that's what she should be. Yeah. Yeah, when you, most people, to follow the science, grow out of this yep. or regret having the surgery, and they say, well, these people kill themselves at a much higher level, it doesn't change post-surgery. In fact, you have a slight uptick in, in suicides because they realize this it didn't, fix, didn't fix it. Yep. But they have all these people like uh, Dr. Rachel Levine that will push and push and push this you know, idea that, no, this is, this is wonderful. It's natural. It'll make you better. It'll make you happier. Fuck you. Well, it's no different than people who say, you know, if I lost 25 pounds, I'd feel better. My life would be fine. And then they do lose the weight and they can't figure it out. And they say, well, if I got some plastic surgery, I'd feel better. And the point is you can't keep doing these things. If you have other issues about you, if you have some self-loathing or something like that, or yeah. and I'm not saying if you're trans, it's self-loathing. I, I'm not going to get roped into all that stuff. I'm, I'm just saying we celebrate some of these things because we're so, we're so psyched to have people be, you know, on this sort of progressive scale that we talk to them. We talk to them like they're heroic. And all you are is just being what you are. Well, isn't body dysmorphia basically mean you kind of hate? your body i mean if if you if you believe your body is not the body you should be in and it should be something else then you hate it if you hate it enough to take uh you know to do surgery or or, or hormone blockers 
um, yeah, you, you have a problem with your with your self image, obviously. Well, here's what I don't get. So, I mean, instead of helping people with that, with with uh, with therapy and telling, trying to get them, you know, straightened out that way, you just go, eh, let's circumvent the hard part. Let's just fucking snip, snip, snip. Well, I mean, the, one of the longest running jokes in modern society is the, you know, the butch chick, mm-hmm. you know, so you get these women who are gay, they they admit they're gay, they're totally comfortable with it, and they yeah. w- they wear jeans and, you know, flannel shirts. Mullets. And, yeah, they, they get, you know, uh, they get sort of your typical lumberjack looking haircut and they are just like they roll up cigarettes in their sleeves they're just butch chicks yeah you but know they, but they never say i'm a man right and i i don't get it so what's the difference between a a person like that and Chaz bono who's like no i'm really a man what i i don't get why you can't just be just own the term bull dyke yeah i mean just own it there's nothing wrong with it no why not just be that yeah. Because they're like, no, 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 I'm still attracted to women, so I must be a guy. You know, I like wearing no, guys' clothes. not how it all works. If you want to, if your name is, you know, Lisa and you want to be called Chuck, who fucking cares? But this idea that you go, no, I am a wo- or I am a man, and you must acknowledge it. It's like, fuck you, I don't have to. You sure about that? What? You don't have to? No, I don't have to. I don't know. You can't make Eventually. me. Eventually. Mm, can't make me. What if I said I felt like your daddy and I want you to call me daddy? Then I would be out of here in about a heart. <laughs> just, just fucking weird. Yeah, that's how fucking weird it all is. It's uh, and I I really, in case you guys couldn't tell, I really hate this motherfucker. Yeah. Um, and 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 you know you hate him because he's trans. And, yeah, that's exactly. What. And as a matter of fact, people that are confused and then have issues and um do the trans thing, um. If they're not trying to force people to call them the opposite sex, I don't have a problem if they if they feel comfortable dress. If a man feels more comfortable dressing up like a woman, or a woman feels more comfortable dressing up like a man, if a man you know um, wants to change his name even to a, to a feminine name, I don't have a problem with that. Only dumbasses change their names. <laughs> but <laughs> but I you, you can't <laughs> you just some of these there. are just for me. <laughs> um, so I'm not I'm not. Just because this guy's a trans doesn't make... That's not why I hate him. I hate because of his fucking agenda. I hate him for the content of his character. Yeah, and his little um, non-answer, uh, the, the the stock non-answer that I'd be happy once I'm once I'm, uh, nominated. If I'm fortunate uh, enough. You know, uh, once I'm um, not nominated. Yeah, nominated. Well, not nominated. Appointed. Installed or appointed. Yeah. Once I'm appointed, I'll make a point to come down or to your... Confirmed, yeah. I'll confirmed. So. I'll come down to your office and then I'll lecture you basically on how this is how it's going to be. Well... Because that's what the Democrats do. And does anybody... Does that line of bullshit help anybody the first the people who are in on him are in right there's nothing he's gonna say that makes them go oh shit can't have that guy or girl or whatever but the people like us who are saying just give us a real answer that just made it worse i think most of the country and i'm gonna throw the number out there at about 60 percent goes that's a bullshit answer. Yeah. Answer the fucking question. If you're not answering the question and you've got this prepared beforehand to be as, as evasive as possible, then your answer is, yes, I do believe the government should be able to step in and um, circumvent the parents when it comes to this. That's your answer. Yeah. So just own it. Yep. 
Fuck these people. But I'm, I mean, other than this is going to cause some pain to some children. I'm, I'm justifying this by saying it was probably going to happen anyway through some other means that these people do. I'm sort of, there's a part of me that's just leaning in on the whole watch the left burn itself down, you know, because they are doing stuff that's just ridiculous. The, this, uh, this, uh, American rescue bill they're trying to pass the $1.9 trillion. Yeah. It's actually starting to stall out to a large degree. Now it's going to pass, but a lot of the stuff that's in it keeps getting pulled out of it. Like the federal minimum wage has been pulled out. Nancy Pelosi's little choo-choo train. There's some, there's a bridge in Chuck Schumer's thing. It's getting pulled out because people are starting to go, Hey, there's about 1% of this that deals with vaccines and 10% of it that deals with schools. It's a fucking shit show of pork. And everybody's going, yeah, kind of is. And with the margins as close as they are, the Democrats can't afford to let this happen. So there's stuff that's getting pulled out of there. But I just think, I think let the left left. And if it doesn't do too much damage, and I don't know if it will or won't, but I mean, let them appoint people like this who aren't going to answer the question. And uh, a lot of people look at as sort of, a freak show again, not because of the transgender thing, but because of your views on what children should be able to do. So let's just be clear. You can't smoke. You can't drive a car. You sure as hell can't have alcohol. We can't really vote. We can't let you play grand theft auto because there's things in there. You just shouldn't see, but you can cut your breasts off and have a fake penis installed on you or you can remove your testicles and your penis and uh you know because at 13 you fucking get it but stay away from cigarettes yeah somebody and, needs to and, stop and these people like you said before following the science means that you see, you understand that when they go th- most people that go through the reconstruction surgeries and all that they are worse off than bef- like the the rate of suicide, the suicide increases slightly. So there you have it right there. Then th- this isn't working. It's not the way to go. But this goes back to the COVID stuff. When you say, look, the science is that Florida is open and they have the least, the fewest amount of cases. And they just, they fall back on stuff. Again, Buck Sexton was talking about this. They fall back on, they say, look, these decisions were not made by health experts. Right? Because the decisions that the health experts made is fucking killing people. Yeah. These people in a less civilized society would be hauled out of their houses and either tarred and feathered or hoisted up over, you know, over a branch. I mean, this is, this is insane. Yeah. And I'm not saying we should do that. (laughs) I'm not condoning violence here. I'm just saying people get it. It's like, well, that line you and I have talked about when you, when you see a woman who's standing there with a guy and is just yelling there and screaming things at other men. And if there was an Antifa thing in Portland where the guy who she's yelling at looks at her and goes, your mouth is going to get him punched. Yeah. You know, it's going to get your friend, your, your male friends asses kicked because that woman knows that guy's not going to hit her. Mm-hmm. It's and he might, he might, but in her mind, it's not going to happen. These people know no one's going to get tarred and feathered. No one's going to get, you know, hung from a balcony when their side loses the fight. 
you know, like they do with petty dictators in third world countries. That's not going to happen. Well, AOC thought it was going to happen to her. Oh, yeah. They were. During the. uh... Yeah, because they came and knocked on her door and were like, where is she? Wait, that was a cop. Yeah, the cop going, (laughs) where is she? Is she here? She was so terrified that they were going to string her up. Did you see somebody had a picture of her? Um, It was like on Tucker or something. They had a picture of her and it was her like frozen. Uh, It was just a still, but it was it was an unflattering still. And some uh, some blogger accused them. Well, not even accused, just flat out stated. They photoshopped big googly eyes on her. She's got big googly eyes. And then they pointed out, no, it is an unedited, yeah. unphotoshopped. And the guy was like, well. They just froze it and unfortunate. Yeah, just look that, that Like that doesn't happen to everybody in these I know. You know, things. So, oh, uh, your, our, our buddy Dan Crenshaw, to hear his latest tweet about, you know, Joe Biden called the, uh, we're, I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place here, but Joe Biden called the Texas Minis- uh, Mississippi removal of mask mandates. He called it was, Neand- he said it was Neanderthal. Do you hear yeah. that? <laughs> well. You know, educated people pronounce it Neanderthal. Neanderthal, yes. That's what Sting tells me. Yes. He's smart. He reads books. So uh, Dan Crenshaw came out and did a graph and goes, this graph is why the rest of the country should follow Texas. Uh, cases and hospitalizations are in sharp downtrend. Stop punishing Americans with unnecessary lockdowns. And it shows all over. Uh, sorry to break it to everyone in the comments, but lockdowns aren't your savior. The data doesn't lie. Um, with the link... With that came a link to a study done by Stanford University that compared cases in countries with strict lockdowns measured like measures like England, Germany, Italy to more uh, more and more to countries with very relaxed lockdowns like South Korea, Sweden. The study clearly showed that there was no clear significant ben- beneficial effect of more restrictive measures on case growth in any country. Well, here's all I have to say. Is Dan Crenshaw a health professional? <laughs> He is not a health professional. Did he get an Emmy, a daytime Emmy award? He is not a health professional. All he's good at is murdering people. And wearing an eye patch. Which is what he's trying to do, is murder people. Like a boss. Yeah. So, mic drop. (laughs) Yeah, and he doesn't have a daytime enemy. Enema. A daytime Emmy like Hey, leave his personal life out of it. So yeah. So uh, wait, you're you're quoting Dan Crenshaw now, or are you? Are you I just ca- I just did that for you. Are you Rister. coming over to just team? For, just are you coming over to team I Crenshaw just, here. Just did that for you, Rister. So uh, you know what? You know what ticket I want? I want Christy Nome for president, mm, I like and it. Dan Crenshaw for vice president. Do you know why? Because I'm just picturing her like giving a State of the Union address, and somebody in the audience just going, uh. Just going, oh, boo, or whatever. Just giving them you the lie, you know, bitch, or something like that. And her just turn around and look at Dan sitting behind her like that. And him yeah, going, getting little, out a pen. I'll, and do just, a little, I'll do a little nod. Yeah, just getting out a pen, writing stuff down. <laughs> and then just going back. Yeah, okay. Oh, man. So, is, is that all you have? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I... The FBI. I, I, could go I got, on, I got but... one about the FBI uh, will not or cannot disclose the cause of death of uh, the officer that they said was beaten to death at the uh, Capitol riots. Yeah. So they're not going to say what happened, and people are assuming it was a stroke at this point. Can't tell us the officer who shot uh... Uh, Babbitt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all this is some hinky shit going on with this, with the reporting on this. It's just really bizarre. Uh, apparently, 
This I got from one source. I didn't double check it, but apparently the uh, National Guard troops who are there are getting real fed up with being there. Yeah, because they know they're being used as political pawns. Yeah, and they just want to go home. Yeah, and now the the credible threat they have now is that uh, QAnon uh, uh, militia groups are ready to storm the Capitol on whatever date it is, because that's the date that they're going to reinaugurate Trump as president. Did you hear about this? No. That's the credible threat they're talking about. So more wackadoo conspiracy theory stuff where these people aren't going to get off their keyboards and, and do anything. But that's their excuse is that QAnon is talking about, you know, well, the, the actual date of the coronation is coming up. And you know what? Instead of being the 46th president, all the presidents since whatever, Eisenhower are all bad, are all mm-hmm. fake. So it would actually be the 17th president that Trump is going to be. I mean, it's like that kind of conspiracy theory bullshit. It's the same kind of people who go, you know, George Washington was really the sixth president yeah, of the yeah. United States. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that's what's going on. So all this conspiracy talk, it's just they're they're giving credence to, but it's not like they actually believe it. They're just it's just part of their their power grab. That's all it is. You know, this was I told you about this. We have a friend, uh, a very liberal friend, who just set me off with a Facebook post he had. One more reason why I need to get off facebook other than posting the bread and circuses podcast page which you should go visit um anyway this uh friend posted the picture of that golden idol of trump at cpac yeah that people were posing at like they do with the snoopy statues in downtown minneapolis it's not because they idolize snoopy it's because it's a cute fucking picture and he takes one and he goes yep here's all these trump people uh, you know, worshiping a golden idol. Hmm, Do they if, even know their Bible? If they even knew what that meant. Ha ha. I'm, They're and so I, dumb. So dumb. I went back and said, okay, so one idiot creates a stupid statue because he he wants to cement, in his words, my legacy because yeah. he's hoping this thing gets put in the Trump presidential library. That's never going to happen. Yeah, and, and here, here's the thing about us conservatives and religious people seeing that. That have, you know, that aren't like completely like, you know, um, rabid about anything. We look at that and we either roll our eyes. We go, oh boy. <laughs> and we know exactly what it looks like. And with, or we, like me, you look at it and you go, that's funny. It's ridiculous. And it's stupid. And it makes me laugh. And that's kind of the point. It's people. It's in, almost like a troll. It's people in MAGA hats standing next to it, winking with a thumbs up. Knowing for sure. They're not prostrate in front yeah, of it, yeah, bowing. Yeah, they aren't worshiping a golden idol. And they actually understand that that's kind of like the whole point. It's, it's a golden idol and it's stupid. It's silly. Yeah. So, and, he, and he actually looks, it looks cartoonish. Yeah. I responded to this and said, yeah, so one idiot does something like this and suddenly you tar everybody with that. I'm like, solid logic. Or Yeah, or... or he thinks people are so stupid that they don't that that he's pointing out something that we never even considered that well, that's a because, golden idol because that's what the left for yeah. the most part does. Now I'm not talking about the whole left. I have plenty of friends who are Democrats that I disagree with stuff, but you get these hyper educated people who have this overinflated sense of their own intelligence, this narcissism where this particular friend will get up in the morning and post something like, oh, uh, took my temperature, 100 degrees, gonna be a rough week. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, this idea that everybody cares so much. 
Well, and because he's got a bunch of motherfucking sycophantic friends who jump in there and say, oh, well, I hope you're going to be okay. Remember, drink some honey tea kind of stuff. He doesn't have anybody on his page who goes, ah, that thing you said about that idol was stupid. Yeah. You're a dummy. And if somebody does, everybody jumps in and you're just going, I don't care what you have to say. Yeah. He said a stupid thing. I called him on it. If you think that means I have a flawed character, fuck off. It's a group of liberals that are think they're smarter than than conservatives. That's all it is. Well, and not only are they smarter, but people who disagree with them are evil. Yeah. And I think I've said this before. It's a great quote. The left or the right thinks the, pe- the people on the left are people with bad ideas. The left thinks people on the right are bad people with ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's just dumb. I'm swearing way more than I want to on this stuff. Yeah. And I can't help it. I'm just angry. Well, this one should calm you down a little bit. I uh, bet this it is, won't. This is from Alpha News. Rapist bailed out by Minnesota Freedom Fund after being charged in new cases now wanted on felony warrant. Oh! Alpha News reported last March that a level three sex offender, Christopher Don Boswell, was facing 10 felony charges in two new cases. A twice convicted rapist who was bailed out of jail by the Minnesota Freedom Fund, which is one of the the, the fund that Kamala Harris uh, touted. It's Kamala, you racist. <laughs> uh, I stand corrected. Uh, last summer, after being charged in two new cases involving sexual assault, kidnapping, and assault, is now wanted on a felony warrant for failing to comply with conditions of his release, according to court records. This is my shocked face that he didn't didn't comply. That, oh, I, yeah. I see you're being sarcastic. Um, that was me screaming through all four of my masks. Yeah, so both the both of the cases included kidnapping and third degree assault. Other charges in the case include second degree criminal sexual conduct, second degree assault, and threats of violent violence. Boswell, now thirty eight, had been previously convicted on two separate sexual assault cases, one with an unknown female teen and another with a known adult female. Boswell used force, threats, and weapons to gain compliance from his victims in those cases, according to information from the Minnesota Department of Corrections. Following the charges last year in the two new cases, Boswell remained in custody for several months on high bail amounts until the Minnesota Freedom Fund paid $350,000 to bail him out. Crow. Crow. Look at me. This is my I'm going to edumacate you face. Okay. Okay. Do you know why this stuff happened? Racism? No. Systemic racism? No. Well, yes. A system. That is systemically racist. Okay. Okay. That pulled his family from a foreign land and brought them here. <laughs> okay. And made them do this stuff. Uh, it is a, a systematically racist, inherently. Uh, is it systematically or systemically? Yes. <laughs> whatever makes it worse. Okay. And whatever makes it less his fault. Okay. Okay. Um, I think it is systemic, but how very white supremacist of you to correct me because grammar is racist. I did white splam that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Okay. And if you could take your knee down from the chair you put it on <laughs> while you were leaning over telling me that. Uh. Um, and, you know, if it wasn't for white supremacists, he would be an upstanding good citizen. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about the Minnesota Freedom Fund. So in the article here, they talk about it. Uh, the MFF, 
the motherfucking Freedom Fund. Gained MFFF. <laughs> MFFF. It gained no- notoriety during it's last. Kamala, you racist. <laughs> it gained notoriety during last spring's fiery riots in Minneapolis after raising over thirty million dollars. The organization solicited the donations during the riots on the premise that the money would be used to bail out protesters arrested during the demonstrations that followed the death of St. George Floyd while in Minneapolis police custody last May. You didn't have the proper moment of silence there. <laughs> I poured out a 40 while I was talking. The bail fund gained steam after it was promoted by then-Senator Kamala Harris. And so, oh shit, I did it again. It's commonly racist. <laughs> And several members of Joe Biden's presidential campaign staff, as well as celebrities, including Don Cheadle, Seth Rogen, Chrissy Teigen, Steve Carell, Cynthia Nixon, and others. By the way, Seth Rogen, did you see Gad Sad go after him? I heard about it. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. That was a pimp move. Pretty good. Anyway, go ahead. Since that time, however, it's been reported that only a minuscule amount of the funds raised by MFFF have been used to bail out protesters. Instead, the organization has used the funds to bail out several Minnesota offenders charged with violent crimes. In addition to Boswell, the fund has reportedly bailed out suspects charged with murder, attempted murder, assault, and child rape. Have you seen the t-shirts that the MFFF has? It's got like their logo. It says Minnesota Freedom Fund. And underneath it has their slogan, bitch better have my money. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Oh, boy. (laughs) Hennepin County Attorney Mike... Bitch better have my money! (laughs) Mike Freeman went so far as to make a public statement about MFFF last month after it twice bailed out 29-year-old Thomas Mosley, a suspect... Freeman described as raising significant concerns for public safety. Mosley was charged in October with bringing a gun into the Hennepin County Courthouse during a protest. Officers then is that ex- wrong? executed a search warrant on Mosley's vehicle where they found a cache of weapons, ammunition, tactical gear, and narcotics. MFFF paid $5,000 for Mosley's unconditional release following the weapons charge. Uncon- Do you, I, would, you, would you get an unconditional release if, if you... Uh, brought a gun into a courthouse and then they f- searched your car and found a bunch of drugs and guns. Well, I'm confused. It said he got his unconditional re- release, but you also said the cops killed him. <laughs> I did not say that. Yeah, you said the cops was that, ex- executed was him. Was that subtext? No, you said the cops executed him. Right. See, I'm, I'm looking. You actually had me looking back on the paragraph. Ah, <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Cops, cops executed him. Yeah. That's what I read on Twitter. Yeah. Well, that's that's right between the lines there. I Saint, see it. Oh, I see it between the lines. Saint Mosley. Yeah. No, it, you read it. You mm. said police executed. Him. Oh, okay. They executed a no, no, no. Search executed. warrant. Okay. No, executed him. Got it. That's uh, that's white supremacist for a search warrant means kill that motherfucker. Oh boy. Because you go. know that's what happens. The cops knock on your door and say we have a warrant. Then they kick down your oh. door and kill everybody in the house. Yep. Here we go. Or or they come home. Um from a long shift and then they go in the wrong apartment and shoot the poor fella in there. And when the other cops come there, they just wink at him. Yeah. And then she gets off scot free. Wait yeah. a minute. That didn't happen. Yeah, she did. She didn't have to go to jail. She didn't? No, she's living in Bermuda now. She's like happy. Nice. Yeah. They just said they took her to jail. Okay. So Mosley was again arrested and charged with second degree riot following a New Year's Eve melee in downtown Minneapolis that involved no, vandalism sir, and property damage. You read that you read that wrong. Second degree what? Mealy? No, no, no. Second oh, degree. Second degree riot. No, second degree. Protest. 
expressing of his constitutional rights. Oh, it's not, uh, okay. Express, so, okay, expressing of his, but the people that were at the Capitol on the 6th, those, they were rioters. Oh, yeah, because they did it while Congress was in session. Merrick Garland, uh, can we call it interpretive? That to me. How about interpretive dance? Is that a riot? Um, okay, so listen to this though. So he was he was charged again, um, and again the MFFF paid sixty thousand dollars for Mosley's unconditional release following you know that charge. Do you know why? Because bitch had his money. Bitch had his money. So they initially paid five thousand for an unconditional release, and then he was arrested again and charged with uh, more rioting, uh, vandalism, property damage, and. The bail was higher this time, but they covered it. They covered it. It was it was sixty thousand this time, and unconditional release. So you know he didn't have to check in with anybody. I guess didn't. Well, why should no, he? No ankle bracelet. Just nothing. To, just trying to keep the black man down. So earlier this month, Representative Paul Novotny, is that it, from Elk River, Republican, introduced a bill designed to regulate charitable bail organizations like the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Do you know what Novotny? The means? motherfucking Minnesota Freedom Fund. Do you know what Novotny means in uh, in Swedish? Racist. No, white supremacist. White power. Yeah, that's what it means. Uh, language in HF 583 would limit charitable bail organizations from depositing cash bail for felony offenses and would also pro- prohibit, them from, prohibit them from providing cash bail in excess of 2000 among other, other provisions. Um, and he also introduced HF 128, which would make information about persons or entities posting bail for defendants a matter of public record. That'd be good. See, I think... I'm thinking about this, brushing up on my uh, Norwegian here. Vatni means people of color. So in in Norwegian, mm-hmm. Vatni. So if you say no Vatni, like this guy's last <laughs> name, no people of color. That's literally his last name. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean. So you've, you've called these people out, man. I know. I'm More, doing it, yeah, man. Yeah. You are so woke. I am. Um, Fucking woke as hell. So these people are getting bailed out for violent um, offenses. And then if you... No, no, no. They are being bailed out for expressing their constitutional rights. Or interpretive dancing. Yes. Um, so these GoFundMe sites, well, GoFundMe is one of them, but there's a couple other ones. They they have stipulations about if you're charged with like an, uh, a felony level or assault or anything like that, and you try to get a GoFundMe for your defense, they'll take it down. They won't allow that. Um, that's why I think like Kyle... Um, Rittenhouse? The, yeah, the Kenosha kid. Uh, they wouldn't allow him to, or anybody to um, try to, you know, fundraise for him on their site. So that's why that his lawyers had to have a specific website for that. Um, so they won't do that. But this Minnesota Freedom Fund will get away with what they're doing right now legally. My point is that even these these um, companies that do the, uh, the funding l- realize that this is not a good idea. To, to, to give money to bail out these people or to, to give them money for their defense, whereas the Minnesota Freedom Fund, the motherfucking Freedom Fund. Well, as, as Jesse Jackson would say, it's the systematization of the systematically uh, white supremacist system, you know, that's keeping these people down. Really, nigga? So hither, hither to four and forthwith, forever and ever, amen. I'm just going to keep we must We must have equality. <laughs> Oh, man. I thought you were going to play the white fucking line. I know, it's too long. <laughs> I like that one. I was going to play it earlier. Uh, I just... Uh, but, again, I go back to my point about they've they've hit the tip-over switch on this. 
I think even, I mean, who's the most powerful guy in the Senate right now? Joe Manchin. Because Joe Manchin is the 50th vote for all this stuff. And he is getting everything he wants because they go, Joe, you going for this one? He goes, I don't think so. I, you know, the, the $15 minimum wage thing, he said he wouldn't go for it. So like, fuck, we gotta get rid of this thing because Joe's not gonna vote for it. Neera Tannen's out because yeah. Manchin's like, no way I'm voting for that bitch. And so, she, oh well, you know what? She withdrew her name. She didn't want to cause. What, any- what was the uh, cabinet position they were giving? It was like some uh, financial one. It was, it was like, like the budgetary. Office. Yeah, it was like financial. Something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's a huge one, and they just went back and hey, guess what? They read your public statements, calling everybody, including Bernie Sanders, a fucking idiot. Yeah. Can't stop swearing. I'm so mad. <laughs> Wait, hold on. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? <laughs> okay, now I'm happy. That drop is funny. Yeah, we haven't used these sounders in a while, so. <laughs> it's only game. Why you have to be <laughs> mad? You have to be mad. <laughs> and they spell it on my sounder. It's it's, it's spelled why you have to be mid. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I these these people they're trying to appoint. I believe half the country didn't like anyway, so half the country did like. But I think part of that half that was going for it is like going, really? Mm. These are the people we got. Well, there, it, I think there's a little bit of get off my side going on with the left right now. Yeah. Well, in case you everybody's heard all the creaking and groaning that my chair's been doing because I've been squirming because I got a pee so bad. So um, thanks for letting us know on that note, if you want to get in contact with us through email, it's rooster at bread and circuses podcast.com or crow at bread and circuses podcast.com. And before we end, I just have to read this 14 page dissertation on some stuff. <laughs> Try us on the bread and circuses podcast page on Facebook. We'd appreciate the interaction. See you. Bye.